0: Howdy folks, I'm Mark, and today I'm joined by Parker Deal of Redirect. Parker, thanks for joining me. Hello, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We can get right into it, because we have 11 and a half minutes to talk about video games. So as I've personally delved into the video game industry, I have increasingly been more and more interested in the business side of it all. Mm -hmm. You'll hear a lot about the MPD group, which is now (laughs) known as Circana. Uh, which has become the more go-to resource on the industry and they've released a quarterly report on video game sales I think mm-hmm. which is really meant to be like marketing research for the people actually making games or investing in the companies uh, but it's also it's always like weirdly fun to see <laughs> uh, where things are and like see these reports and just kind of dive into them which I'm glad you're here for this because mm-hmm. uh, I know on your previous podcast, Uh, directly to you you all always did like a an episode when the financials came out kind of like digging into them um so why do you think that we are just so fascinated by Mm. tracking this data numbers are nice and they make us feel good (laughs) about the things
1: that are doing well (laughs) there we go Um, there's something about that and i i don't fully understand the like Mm -hmm. psychology behind that but you know um, which is also funny to think about all of a sudden too, with like, you don't like RPGs, but numbers True. go up in RPGs. So why don't you like RPGs? Mark? What's the I truth? Don't I don't know. Maybe you do. And you I, don't know it yet. I can't give you an answer for that. That's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, but I will say, I think there's, there's something to that. And then maybe skipping ahead in this conversation a bit, but yeah. there is also, you know, behind the scenes, maybe a thought of if the company that I like and I like the things that they're doing is yeah. doing well, they'll have more resources to do more of the things Hmm. that are good, you know, as opposed to even within a company that I like, if something that they do does really well, that I don't really want them to invest in that much more. Like it's, you know, some game comes out from Nintendo. That's like, Oh, I, that is not the direction (laughs) I want Nintendo to go in. Um, Say they release like a blockchain crypto game or something like that. And it does really well. I would be sad that that does well. Sure. So it's, you know, there's yeah. that kind of proves to me that there's some element
0: of just that kind of thing, but I don't want them to learn the wrong lessons. Yes. <laughs> um, and I think like you're saying, like it, the video game industry is weird because we get really emotionally attached to a company, mm-hmm. uh, or like really build affection to a brand. And like, I mean, that happens in all sorts of stuff. We can get really into our brand of air fryer. Uh, but <laughs> I think because there's both a business and kind of an artistry side to games. Like we kind of think of game companies in the same way we would like an artist, like mm-hmm. a musical artist or visual artist. Uh, but then it's at the corporate level and like the main purpose is for these companies to make money. So it's like seeing the numbers go up. We like, we want to see them succeed and we want to see those numbers increase because we want to feel good about the things we like
1: mm-hmm. feeling good about the things you
0: like, there is an element of like, um,
1: confirmation bias kinds of things too Yeah, uh, that plays into that, which is both like good in some ways and also bad in other ways, I'm sure. And so there's, there is a dark side, I think to that, that leads into one of the questions that you have on here um, that if you, I mean,
0: you know what I'm talking about, so you can go for it. (laughs) Well, yeah. Like just thinking like, does this perpetuate the console wars? Mm -hmm. Like if Xbox makes more money than PlayStation, which is, I don't Mm. think currently happening, (laughs) like, but if that were to happen, like, What does that mean for like the fans that are often weird about it? I think it does. I think it doesn't have Mm -hmm. to, and I think it shouldn't,
1: but I think it does. Um, So yeah, I mean, (laughs) but I think at the same time, there's an element to where like anything can perpetuate the console wars. If you, if you let it, you know, but there are certainly some things that are um, anytime you can compare apples to apples, then people who already have that propensity towards um, console war Ness
0: are going to use it as fodder for that. Yeah. So, yes. yeah, because it's like, an, it's an objective validation for the mm-hmm. things we like. And so if even on a non comparative level, like if we see a game that we like is selling millions or tens of millions of copies, then we feel great about that. And like, we feel good about our purchase, mm-hmm. whether or not like, we think the game is a 10 out of 10 or not. Yeah, right. Um, and like even the the opposite can happen. Like I think of like I love Mario Strikers, I really like Battle League, I feel like mm-hmm. I got my money's worth, and it really just hasn't done well. Mm-hmm. And I'm feel like like, do I like this game as much as I thought I liked it? Yeah. Even though, like, yes, I do. I yes, like <laughs> That I think that
1: is a really interesting thing. I mean, and it's it's a similar effect to where you like a game in isolation a lot and then yeah. you listen to a podcast or just other people talking about it and then them like dogging on it or whatever, yeah. or a review that talks negatively about it, or it gets just just a bad review on Metacritic or something. It's, it's hard not to let that at least a little bit cloud your opinion on the game or like, maybe yeah. even of yourself in a worst case scenario. Right. Like, why, who am I that I think that this is awesome, you know? Um, yeah. And ideally, you know, we have enough confidence in ourselves to not
0: let that ruin us. <laughs> but yes. um, sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: But it is, it, it plays a part for sure.
0: Yeah. And like, even too, there's the whole, like how much people love the Metroid series and how little the Metroid series sells. Yep. And like, there's definitely a, I think it's like a helpful way that seeing these reports kind of really puts into perspective of like the expectations of the industry and like what audiences go for and what they want. Like mm-hmm. I would love to see more Metroid games. I think those are great games. I also understand like these only come out every so often because the, like the bang for your buck isn't quite there for Nintendo. Yeah. I think that like, I was going to bring up Metroid as well
1: because yeah. I think that's a, <sighs> there really is like, uh, truth behind kind of like where they get money they're gonna put in money for sure i mean the bank for your back like you just said um so i think knowing that like we we've seen a shift in the overall industry where a lot of these like live service and multiplayer game i mean not just multiplayer games as a whole but like yeah, yeah. live service games basically um aren't doing as well as they were doing as well as they looked like they would be doing and stuff but then jet I fall in order did really well so now yeah. EA who was like doing pretty <laughs> scummy stuff and like I'm sure right. it's still scummy behind the scenes blah blah whatever and is still doing other scummy stuff yeah is actually you know like putting money into games that are single player adventure games that is what people want and it's not out of the goodness of their hearts it's because like that's where you know yeah. they're seeing that the market is going to be successful so there's yeah there really is an element to where like I I do trust thankfully I trust Nintendo more than I do certain other companies to have passion projects that they'll do yeah. regardless kind of of how, the money for it you know like Pikmin feels like one of those that like <laughs> I don't I don't know how much it cost them to make Pikmin 4 but it's yeah. been 10 years and like I hope that it you know does really well for them but I think they also know their expectations as are you know that it's not yeah. going to sell anywhere near a Mario game, probably not even as much as most Kirby games or something like that. Right. And that's yeah. fine, you know. Yeah, and
0: I think it's helpful to remember too of like, even though we see these numbers, a lot of times the people making the video games are fans as well, and they mm-hmm. want to see their favorite franchise come back, even if it sells less than a million copies. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if Nintendo really listens to these reports every time, like we would get a new Mario Kart every year. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like we get a new FIFA every year. It's just a reskin and slap a new few, few new things on it. Yeah. Uh, but instead they haven't given us a new Mario Kart in 10 years. Yeah.
1: It feels yeah. like every console is like an album as opposed hmm. to Spotify singles kind of a thing where like yeah. they, they have a couple of, singles on there that yeah. they know are gonna do super well and then there's just a bunch of other songs that are like these are good songs and yeah. if you like the singles you'll probably like the the album cuts as well um yeah. and you may or you may not but some people definitely do and that's you know
0: worthwhile yeah, yeah. and that kind of stuff yeah it's nice. and some songs are just written for the radio <laughs> yeah so they can fund everything else yep well our time is short We've about a minute and a half left so i wanted to ask is this weird? Like I, I want to do a whole podcast episode on this. Is this just us or is there like more to it? Okay,
1: so here's the thing. I think <laughs> that um, it's it becomes more and more niche as the zeitgeist kind of dies around it to me, it seems yeah. like, so like early switch days, everybody cared about sales. Like anytime a new financial mm, thing would come out mm-hmm. and like at that time, game was in people's good graces more than it is now. Um, but game Explained would do sure. a discussion about like every single, you know, number that showed up on the financial results and people yeah. tuned into it. And nowadays I think it's more either the spreadsheet nerds like we are or people <laughs> who are just interested in seeing like, what does the industry look like outside of my kind of spreadsheet? social bubble silo kind of thing. Um sure. and like how why are people buying Super Mario Party in droves when that's objectively not a great Mario Party, but Mario Party Superstars is, but is you know, like that kind of stuff. I think it's yeah. interesting to see that and like what that actually means for the market as a whole. Um, yeah. Not that it really uh, impacts you all that much but yeah. I think those are the groups of people but it is it is
0: dwindling down a little bit so it's weirder and weirder as it goes sure <laughs> well that's fair well if you're out there and you enjoy these conversations let us know yeah. we appreciate it well Parker we can wrap up here what are you playing mm, I'm just gonna say at the time I'm playing Pikmin I might not nice. I might be Tears of the Kingdom but uh, sure I maybe mean, it's does? Pikmin well nice I think by the time this goes out I might be playing some Formula 1 2021 cause that's the one on Game Pass <sighs> nice. So mm-hmm. there we go. well thank you again for joining me where else are you out on the internet
1: yeah the internet at watch redirect or at parker deal you'll find me
0: oh, very nice well thank you all for listening in you can follow us on the major podcasting services you can find us on the proper socials at 11.5 minutes and let us know uh, why do you like tracking the financial side of the video game industry and do you like it I hope you do thanks for listening that's all the time we have for today thanks bye bye